0: Hey guys, and welcome to Roman Go Lightly, a podcast for creative adventurers. Listen, you and I have a lot in common. Like you, I'm a working person, and I have real-world responsibilities. But, despite living that 9-to-5 grind, I still want to live that adventurous creative lifestyle we all crave. So, how can we do that? Well, that's why I'm here. Roman Go Lightly is a podcast and blog that believes in local adventure and everyday creativity. Because listen, adventure doesn't require a plane ticket and creativity is beckoning and it's for everyone, even us working people. Join me each week as I pick the brains of some of the coolest makers and seekers out there to find out in what small ways we can infuse their practices for inspiration and adventure into our daily working lives. You in? Let's do this. Hey, hi, hello, and welcome to our fourth episode of Rome and Go Lightly, a podcast for creative adventurers. You're a creative adventurer. I'm Laura, and I'm thankful that you're here. Today, our guest is Bianca Cash. She is a graphic designer, photographer, typographist, and all-around gem. She's actually from Australia, so buckle your seatbelts. This is going to be the absolute cutest accent you've ever heard, ever. Um, So what I love about Bianca, um, in addition to sort of being like a Pinterest celebrity, um, her work, her most famous work is definitely her big poster that looks like um, about the size of half of a wall and it says throw kindness around like confetti in her really cool scripty handwriting. Um, But what I love about Bianca besides her really cool messages that she creates is that she's a multifaceted artist. She does a little bit of everything and I relate to that a lot and I think more people should be encouraged. To experiment in all the art forms and not feel like they have to be good at just one thing. And Bianca is a great example of that. And we're going to hear about her experience, her road to becoming the artist that she is. And she's super, super inspiring. So I'm really glad that we were able to do this. Um, You'll hear us talk about the weird time differences that are going on. She's from Australia, like I said. And um, she was a champ, too, because we had a lot of audio issues and... um, we were able to, to get through it for the episode, but she's a champ, and I really appreciate it, Bianca. Um, guys, thank you so much for all the reviews and ratings. Keep on coming, even though our um, contest has ended for the Amazon gift cards. It just makes it easier for other people to find us um, on the new and noteworthy portion of iTunes. Um, I will be sending a few of you guys um, and the winner email for the wittiest uh, reviews that you guys left, so keep an eye out for that. And in the meantime, thank you guys so much. And let's let's take it away with Bianca, shall we? We shall. Let's do this. Awesome. Well, I'm so glad we got to do this, even with all the time differences and (laughs) scheduling. Uh, What time is it there again? It's 730. Yeah, it's 730, 745 ish p.m. And I am I always forget that you guys are ahead of us. So it's technically Tuesday for you guys. So that's that's crazy.
1: Yeah, with Tuesday, almost twelve midday. That is insane. <laughs> Weird.
0: Yeah, and I think I think um, when I was trying to schedule this in my head, I was like, oh yeah, it's Tuesday, no worries. And then all of a sudden, you know, I was like, oh my god, it is, it's yeah. tonight. It's actually your Monday. Yeah. Right, right. So where are you right now? In,
1: I'm in Melbourne. That nice. Yeah, in
0: Melbourne. Yeah, down the bottom. Yeah, we're like opposite. We're like well, living on opposite sides of the world right now. Well, thank you so much for doing this. I'm so excited to. Like really get to know you and talk about what inspires you and your background and I'm really grateful that you're able to come on.
1: That's okay. Thank you so much for asking. I, yeah, yeah. I have a lot of friends that I've met um, online, especially even just like in person now. Like one of my best friends, we met on Twitter years ago, and she was from Sydney, and then she moved to London. And when I was over there, like just traveling, we met up and we went to Barcelona together. And now she's actually moved to Melbourne and. We met on Twitter, like and we and she was from Sydney, so, you know, that's a long like it's another state away and uh yeah, so I just um I love the internet. <laughs> I, I love how it connects I love how it connects people and a lot of um my close friends, yeah, I've met online, which is funny.
0: <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's so crazy yeah. to have all these internet friends and like you feel so close to them and a lot of the times like I have lots of friends on the internet that I've never actually, like, chatted to in person until I started a podcast, and it's been really nice just to be able to, like, put a voice to the name, Um, but yeah, the internet's great, let's not lie, the internet's great.
1: Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. Um, Two years ago I was overseas and I, I pretty much everyone I visited was like were people i would met online except for my auntie. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Like I went to Sweden and then I went to uh, Germany and uh, in England as well. And yeah, it's, it's incredible. But yeah, I love it. Yeah. So, yeah. I know you just said about the whole like voice to a like my voice sounds really weird right now so don't judge. <laughs> it's like quite it's quite blocky and like kind of I don't know it's a bit
0: gross but yeah <laughs> well to us Americans anything that you say is going to sound like amazing so you can, you really can't lose with an American <laughs> I was trying to explain like to um some friends of mine I was like yeah I've had like some people from the UK and they're like oh my gosh you just listened to their accent the whole time and I'm like <laughs> Uh, I try not to, but it's they, I do find myself I just... I love,
1: like, yeah, I love an English accent as well. Yeah, oh, all yeah. accents are cool. Like, they're fascinating. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, let's get into it. Let's just, let's dive right in. Okay, so tell, if, you, if no one knows who you are, who's listening, how would you um, introduce yourself and what you do? I
1: usually start by saying I'm a graphic designer. That's kind of, like, the easiest way to start because... Um, the whole typography thing, like, people just don't really, some people don't know what that is or what that means, so, um, and I did study graphic design, so, and usually I kind of throw it on the end, I'm a photographer as well because I do actually on the side, um, photograph weddings and a lot of people don't know that, so I kind of, I don't take on too many weddings, but I've been doing it for about four or five years now, so, uh, yeah, so that's kind of on the side job and then usually, like, <laughs> If I've said the graphic design thing, and they're like, oh, what sort of work do you get? And then I kind of just talk about, oh, I do a bit of handwritten type, and that's usually what I get kind of commissioned to do. And some people get it, and some people don't. So, yeah, <laughs> it depends who I'm talking to.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I've i admired your work for some time, especially on Instagram. That's how I discovered your work. But um, just, like, your the quirkiness of your type and... um. I feel like a lot of times your designing is so like whimsical and quirky, but yeah, definitely check out her yeah. We'll talk about like where to find you at the end, but I just love watching everything <laughs> that you do. It's great that you're multifaceted too. It's a good thing. Thank you. <laughs> so, where are you from originally? Are you originally from Melbourne?
1: Yeah, so I was born in Melbourne. I'm 28, so 28 years ago I was born in Melbourne and have lived here my whole life. So, yeah, I'm, I'm half Italian. So, my background, as far as, like, heritage, I, I'm half Italian. So, my grandparents were born in Italy, in the south of Italy. And then they migrated here in the around the 50s. And then they had my mum. And, yeah, so my mum can speak fluent Italian. I can't. I wish I could. But my dad, his family has kind of been here for generations. But his background is, is a mix of kind of, like, English, Scottish, Jewish
0: from years ago. Do you have, like, a hidden gem in Melbourne that we should check out if we're ever in the town?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I love, like, I have to say, like, I know I'm biased, but I love Melbourne so much. Uh, I think it's kind of, I just love the creativity. Like, I feel like Melbourne is a really creative town, or city, I should say. Um, So even just as far as, like, it's really, Melbourne's known for their coffee and food, so there's a lot of incredible cafes that have just serve the most amazing food and it's so creative just the way they, you know, um, can display it as well. You know, the whole cafe kind of culture where people are taking photos of their food. <laughs> <laughs> it happens a lot in Melbourne. So, like... Um, yeah, and Melbourne's also known for sport as well. I'm not hugely into sport, but I I can't... Like, I love the Australian Open, the, the Grand Slam, the tennis Grand Slam. So every year, I'm really proud that we kind of have that here in Melbourne. And, yeah, so that's kind of another thing that Melbourne's known for is sport. Um, and the crazy weather. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not, it's not like it gets, like, crazy using, like, snow and, like, that sort of thing. But it, it just it can one like you can seriously wake up and wake up to blue skies and sunshine and then at 12 o'clock midday and there's just like a massive storm where there's like flash flooding so it's just kind of you just never like whenever someone talks about the weather in melbourne like that's melbourne like you just never know what to expect so yeah um
0: so food sport (laughs) food food sport (laughs) and
1: and coffee and i don't i don't yeah, I don't even really drink coffee myself I'll have a ca- an occasional ice latte, that I don't drink coffee um, but Melbourne's really known for its coffee especially in comparison
0: to Sydney <laughs> awesome I had no idea that's so interesting yeah we have a lot of coffee snobs here in our area who are like we, they want it the a special way I definitely am I'm an equal opportunity employer I will try any coffee I'm not particular at all but yeah some people are really into coffee <laughs> yeah yeah Oh, down
1: here they're at this they such Knobs. and my my mom and my sisters are like that um you know that they'll get a coffee and if they taste a little bit of it and it's not like <laughs> it makes, I, I make them sound terrible
0: but if they don't like like it they won't drink it like yeah <laughs> <laughs> so uh let's talk about how you got into um um graphic design and typography and photography so um what is how do you sort of how did your path lead you to get into those art forms
1: yeah so I i am always generally, like, taken to creativity more than anything else as far as, like, in school. I think my er- earliest memory of kind of, like, when I kind of thought, oh, maybe I'm good at this or, you know, maybe this is my thing. When I was about four, I won a colouring competition. <laughs> so I kind of, um, yeah, I kind of – and then throughout primary school and then secondary school or high school, I always – Excelled at art or um, visual communication and design. I kind of thought I would be a teacher, kind of earlier on. Like you know, when, you, when people ask you what do you want to be, you grow up, you know, kind of thing. I thought oh, I want to be a teacher because I love kids. Um, even as a kid, like you know, I'd be ten and I'd be like looking after like the little the little ones. But you know, um, but yeah. So and then I got to kind of the end of high school when. You kind of have to start making decisions about what you're going to be studying, and that'll lead you kind of into a uni course. And I kind of, I really couldn't stand high school and studying and decided that I didn't want to go to uni. And so for the first kind of, up until I was about from 18 when I finished school, until I I started about I think how old was I I went I did eventually study but I think it was about 24, 25 when I started studying graphic design so it took me a while to kind of get get to uni and it was the best decision like I, one of the best decisions I've ever made to actually do that because I was working in administration and fundraising which is completely different to what I'm doing now and yeah one of my friends just kind of I'd uh, I'd had a few bad experiences at some workplaces and she's like you just need to study graphic design, that's what you're meant to do, so I did and that's when it all kind of started to happen, like I had a drawing class and we messed with ink you know, black ink and paintbrushes and that's when it started as far as typography Um, so, and then photography, I actually had always wanted an SLR and about five years ago I was going overseas and decided I'm going to buy one and it started as a hobby and just went into a job which
0: was great so yeah that's that's how it kind of started that was very long-winded but no that's (laughs) I mean it's always a winding road to figure out like what you're good at right it's it's never like I knew immediately and then I that's just what I did it's always so multifaceted, and it's so great that you went back to college or uh, uni as you say but yeah so what what about that environment like inspired you do you think
1: we just had a lot of different we had a lot of different subjects um, and we were taught, it was a very, very hands-on course. Like it wasn't, because uh, I don't really respond very well to actual study, like opening a textbook and just studying. I still don't know how to do that. So this this course was so hands-on. Over the two years of study, we did so much. And my my favourite was definitely the more hands-on and in design, I love in design and um, illustrator and that sort of thing, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, it was a great course to kind of get into, and um, I'm actually still meant to finish like a year, like to get finish my degree. And I, because I, uh, I deferred not last year, but the year before, and then I actually ended up deferring again last year. And I'm kind of, um, it's just been so busy as far as like freelance work. I, I haven't gone back, and I'd love to, but it's kind of like well. You know, you, you go to you go to uni to finish uh, to to you know get qualifications so you can get a job, and everyone's kind of just like, Bianca, you've got a job. You don't need to worry." Kind <laughs> of thing. But I um I love learning, so I guess that's kind of where I'm kind of torn because I'm like, oh, like <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah.
0: I think like being a being someone who wants to learn and is so curious, it's hard not to go back to an environment like college where it's like all of these sort of, like, creative people are surrounded you and there's constantly, like, new ideas coming into your brain. It's just, it's really addictive to be in that environment too, right? Like, even if you do have a job, it's still a really cool community, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) And um, it's just tricky because then it's, it's restricting as well, though, even though it's, like, you're learning and it's great. I actually did start to go back last year, but I just found I couldn't manage both, like, full-time freelance and studying so I decided not to but yeah it is I I, yeah anyway going back to the two years that I did study it was just that's what really brought it all on and really made me kind of fall back in love with design and creativity and all that sort of thing so yeah.
0: Well that's awesome and you mentioned that you're freelancing so um, is when you're freelancing do you find yourself sort of connecting to like uh, a vibe or like icons or how do you choose what you decide what you side you decide to design yeah like what what's your process in deciding what to go with do you have a process maybe you don't it
1: really depends on the project because I've done yeah like sometimes you know I get people asking for custom prints so it's quite um generally that's quite simple you know because you kind of just you ask a few questions, and as of late, I, I guess I ask less questions than I used to because then that, that allows me to kind of, you know, be more creative rather than, um, yeah, because sometimes, you know, uh, for example, I might ask someone what kind of style do you envision and what do you want, and they'll send me quite a few kind of screenshots of Instagram or something, and in my head I'm going they're all very different what you've just sent me so I don't really know what you want like (laughs) sometimes it's better just to kind of be like you know like they'll send like quite a few screenshots of different type I've created you know over the last few months or whatever and it's like some some are capitals and some are like stronger or some are more delicate and I'm like I don't really know what you want (laughs) but um, yeah so I kind of tend to ask those questions now or excuse me I guess it's a bit trickier with logos because you know you really do want to end up with something that they envision but at the same time it's like well am i i've kind of realized the difference between like graphic designing and actually like taking the creative lead and being a um i guess almost an art director in that sense yeah you know leading the project and yeah but the process i guess it depends on what project i'm doing as far as process um
0: yeah. Yeah, I think that's totally Anyone. fair too. Anyone. Like you're doing you're doing typography, you're doing graphic design. You you're like sort of all you're you're the maven of basically everything. So I'm sure each project that's handed to you is so different and you tackle it a different way.
1: It is.
0: That's fantastic. Yeah, it really
1: is. And and especially with collaborations as well, like um Sometimes it's just kind of like pattern-based and then other times it's type and other times it's like full products. So it can, it really like, it's hard to kind of say how it all, like the process of how I do it because it's, all of them are so different, (laughs) every job. So yeah, but as of late, I've kind of been kind of cutting back on smaller jobs and really wanting to focus on kind of my own stuff and products and that sort of thing.
0: that's kind of what I kind of like to keep doing <laughs> that's awesome so let's talk about that so um if you could list three of the things that inspire you most what would they be
1: uh, um <laughs> that's a tricky question i i mean i get asked it all the time it's for interviews and stuff like that but i love um i love looking at like artists work like for example like henry matisse and with him. Like I'd, I went with a friend to the Andy Warhol exhibition that they have here in Melbourne at the moment, and it was um, very inspiring. Even though his work is so broad, like he has so many different, like he used so many different mediums and that sort of thing, I get really inspired by art um, and and type as well. Well, I guess type is art, and um, I, I know some people are kind of against this, but I do find myself on Pinterest quite a bit, um, just kind of collecting beautiful imagery or colours or, you know, design work that I that I find inspiring. But a lot of the time, I, I love just, especially on the weekend or even during the week, because, you know, being a freelancer, I can decide my own hours. But I just even find just going out um, in a city, going for brunch with a friend and then wandering the streets. Because, like I said before, Melbourne is very creative. We've got, like, a lot of um, just creative suburbs that, you know that are just super inspiring so I find a lot of the time outside kind of being outside gives me a lot of inspiration um and energy as well I guess you know um for that creativity um what else yeah books I love looking at books I've got you know quite a collection of art books and um sometimes magazines depending on what they are and what else Just kind of I guess I'm a bit of a thinker so I kind of just even just I am an introvert <laughs> so I you know I love people but I am very much energized by being by myself as well where I can just sit and think and just be like a whole lot of paper and ink and just kind of go for it you know just kind of as far as like inking out things and yeah
0: Yeah, it sounds like you're you have like a multifaceted way of gathering inspiration. I love that you mentioned that you go see other artists because I actually went to a museum this past weekend with my boyfriend and it was so inspiring just to just to see other work, right? Just to like sort of step outside of like what you're so used to sort of doing and just getting inspired by artists of the past and their work and just sort of you know, it's so inspiring just to see that. And also, I love that you mentioned taking a walk. I mean, how awesome is that? You you're also a traveler too, right? A little bit. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love to travel. Yeah, I haven't been over. Oh, uh, I think eighteen months. It's been about eighteen months since I've been away. Um, but yeah, I love traveling, and I'll be traveling later this year too, actually, which is really exciting.
0: Ooh, so, where are you going? Uh, I'm
1: starting off. So. Starting off in Italy, in Europe, So, and then it's not fully set in stone. Like, I've booked one ticket there. I haven't booked the return yet, just because I'm not sure where I'll end. But probably for about two months, I think, and just be going to Italy and England and Spain and possibly south of France and possibly a, a couple of other places.
0: That sounds like a dreamy trip.
1: Yeah, it will be, I think. Um, and I've also got family in Italy as well, so it'll be, um, it'll be great. It'll be chaotic because those Italians are like crazy loud. And <laughs> <laughs> it's the, kind of the opposite of me. But yeah, no, it'll be, it'll be great. I'm really looking forward to kind of getting back overseas. Um, especially, yeah, I love Europe.
0: So have you ever visited a place, it can be in Melbourne or it can be in Europe or wherever else you've been that you've been to that has inspired some of your work? Well,
1: that's a good question. I don't know if I could say one particular place has really inspired a certain work that I've done. I guess as far as um, traveling, like it really... that's when I kind of like I don't do any ink work or anything like that when I'm or typography when I'm overseas like that. It generally, um, it actually does inspire with photography. I forgot about that part because usually I, I when I'm traveling I'm, I've got my camera out every single day and just taking photos the whole time. So I guess it's a completely different kind of um, aspect as far as like art form. Yeah, so ah. Uh, I don't know everywhere like i've ser- I've loved most places I've been like I've been very lucky to to go to East Africa three times and um Europe a few times and the last trip of eighteen months ago, which was in Japan, which was incredible yeah. and, um I really loved Japan it was beautiful, yeah, so photography wise i I go crazy and I guess that's yeah different kind of creativity, but um as far as, like, if the travel inspires with the ink and type, um, yeah, I guess in some ways it does, but, again, at the same time, I'm not really doing much of that while I'm away.
0: Yeah, I'm sure it's hard so. to travel with all that, too. You know, like, yeah, your ink it's like, and everything. Yeah, it's not really,
1: it's not really possible. Like, even just on, um, two years ago, I was in Tanzania in East Africa, and I went for a six-week um, photography job, and... I was working at a school that I support. Um, and yeah, like I kind of I was umming and ahhing about whether I should just take even just like a few sheets of, you know, just a little wad of paper and some ink and that sort of stuff. And I was like, uh, <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> Cause it's just a bit messy. Like, it's like, what if the ink leaks and, you know, like, and. It's
0: just, it's not exactly easy to travel with. Oh, no, definitely not. i I feel like (laughs) I'm so so fortunate because most of my, like, art is, I mean, I write and I podcast, so all I need is a microphone and a laptop, and it's so streamlined. My boyfriend, on the other hand, is quite like you. He has so many materials. He has, like, paintbrushes and watercolor pads and, you know, so much more stuff to carry around. It's hard to do that when you're traveling.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like I'm just gonna have to leave it for the next too much, which will actually be really interesting um, because it'll be in August, so it's a few months away. But it'll be really interesting. I have thought about it once or twice, where I'm like, like I'm not gonna be posting type on um, on Instagram. (laughs) And like my feed has changed quite a bit because the last time I was overseas, I did post heaps of photography. But now, like, I don't really post anything that's not really relating to my work or my brand. And so I'm kind of like, I don't know what will happen there. I'll have to think about it, whether I just kind of pre-plan and just have a few things up my sleeve that I can kind of put once a week kind of thing, which will involve a lot of planning. But, um, yeah, we'll have to see.
0: Well, I'm excited to see how it pans out. I'm sure you'll find some way to create stuff.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, I'll definitely be taking photos. And I have a second Instagram account, just like a personal one that I – like it's not on private, but it's more like just personal as far as um, I'm – it's just the photography and what I do, like, it's just kind of like everyday living kind of thing, so I kind of chill about, like, what I post up there, I don't, I don't think as much as what I do with the other one, yeah. so I'll definitely be posting lots of photos up on that one, but yeah.
0: No, that's awesome, yeah. I'm looking forward to it, it sounds like, I mean, wherever you end up, I'm sure you're going to have a blast, so that's awesome. Okay, so let's yeah, let's ridiculous. let's go on to the questions. I like to finish interviews with, and they're kind of silly. So I hope you're, I hope you're down the clown. What are you? Okay, so what would your dream day look like?
1: Dream day? Oh, um, oh, I think uh, on the weekend, like I said, I went to the Andy Warhol exhibition. Honestly, like I love just a dream day. Like is you know twenty five degree weather. I'm not really sure what that is in Fahrenheit, but basically blue skies and sunshine. I love sunshine so much. Um, And maybe this is a little bit basic or simple, but just kind of going for brunch with, you know, a close girlfriend or a few girlfriends.
0: Um, Girl, that is not basic. That's amazing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Exploring, like, the the inner city, Um, maybe going to a gallery or an exhibition, going to get, like, I don't know, like donuts or cronuts or whatever um and just talking and taking like photos just on my iPhone kind of thing of pretty little inner city houses and stuff yeah it's really quite simple but I just I love those dates like with my um my close girlfriends I yeah I just really enjoy it and it really energizes me and um yeah so that's kind of a bit a bit simple, but
0: yeah. No, it's that's that honestly is my kind of dream day, and anything that involves brunch,
1: yeah, yeah, like food, yeah, French, eggs, um, and maybe even like a market, like a nice design market or something where you can like pick up, you know, a nice vase. It's real, I'm really bad, I just love ceramics, like I'm, <laughs> yeah. It's like, I'm like, like, I just, like, see a ceramic, like, shop or, a, you know, with beautiful, like, really not imperfect vases and, you know, things made out of clay and that sort of thing, and I'm just like, I just can't get enough of vases. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I,
0: I feel you when I went to Japan this past <laughs> summer, um, the whole, like, wabi-sabi sort of style of ceramic um, I'm yeah. obsessed with the, like, imperfect lines. When did you go? You went- yeah, yeah, I went this past summer. So, I went in, um, June and July. I was there for about three weeks. Yeah. And it was amazing. It was life-changing. Yeah.
1: yeah. I went the year before at, this, at a similar time, for so July. So, it would have been, like, extremely hot the same as you. Yes. Oh. Um, yeah. It, yeah, I'm just, I'm so keen to go back.
0: <laughs> it was so incredible. And... Like, even though it was really hot, I don't know about you, but we were in Tokyo for about a week, and the city, just, like, the, like, the subway system was so, like, amazing. People were so kind. Yeah, Japan's awesome.
1: Yeah, I had exactly the same experience. Like, just everyone is so um, eager to help if you're, you know, asking for directions or whatever. Even though a lot of people, like, I'm surprised, I didn't realize that um, English, like, people... Not as many people spoke English as I thought they would. Um, but, yeah, the the train system and everything's so organised and clean. And I'm just like, there's, like, a zillion people here. How do they manage that? Like, back yeah. in Melbourne, like, you don't really want to use the, the, the station, like, the train station toilets. But in Japan, they're like... Yeah, I don't know <laughs> that's a funny thing to talk about but it's just like how do they keep them so clean when they've got like a population of
0: like a zillion people like... yeah and yeah, as but... for as packed as those get like I never once felt like someone was like in my personal space like whenever you go on a subway in New York you're constantly just like being touched by people and you know, it's smelling and yeah. pe- it's you know it was the complete opposite like even if it was crowded people were so courteous and it was amazing and I mean, yeah. like you said, I mean, I know it sounds weird to talk about bathrooms and cleanliness, but it is a real thing. I don't know how they do that over there. I know. It's
1: like, they're just, like, yeah, so clean and organized and so polite
0: and, yeah. And their and and so crime rate. Well. like, people could kind of dress however they wanted. And,
1: you know, you'd see a girl that was, like... You know, some people would just be like, she's dressed really crazy, like the way, you know, with all the, and all the gadgets on the phones and all that sort of stuff, but no one looks at anyone weirdly, like, they don't judge, Mm -hmm. they kind of, I mean, maybe they're judging internally, I don't know, but everybody just seems to get along, and, I don't know, yeah, it was great, and the food was awesome.
0: (laughs) Oh, don't even get me started. It, like, like, I didn't even think I liked really, like, Asian food before we went, and I feel so spoiled. I don't think I mean I live in Pennsylvania. As you can probably guess, the sushi here is nothing like sushi over there. I bet, yeah. We're like we're having like fish caught from like three three weeks ago off the Jersey shore. It's not quite the same. Oh no. I'm sure Melbourne, I don't know, maybe Melbourne has better sushi than us, but yeah, no. I'm going to America, but it is one place I'd love to get to at some point. Well if you're ever if you ever wanna visit, I'm like two hours from New York City, one hour and a half from like Philly, so let me know. <laughs> okay. Good to know. <laughs> me and Liz will come pick you up. So that sounds like a dreamy day and maybe you could just hop over like for a couple hours in Japan and then hop back and fall asleep. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. So, okay, let's talk about... I'm really intrigued what your answer for this one would be. If you were a color, what would you be? Oh,
1: I remember reading this question and I didn't... I love... I love blue. Like, the color blue. I Blue was my favorite color as a kid. And I really... At the moment especially <laughs> a lot of my friends will probably laugh at me but i really am embracing like navy blue I love like if even just the way I dress like they're just like you're always wearing navy I'm like I know I love it I love color like all colors but um yeah and I think I think maybe even uh, like a really kind of cobalt blue or you know that kind of like Japanese bright. It's not like crazy bright blue, but they sometimes got it on the ceramics, back to ceramics again. Yeah, yeah, it's um, like...
0: And they, it's, it's
1: just that beautiful... I don't even know how to... Maybe similar to the blue that Matisse uses with his, like, um paper cutout. Yeah.
0: that
1: he does.
0: I don't know if that makes sense. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, like that deeper that blue. blue. Yeah,
1: or a navy blue, but definitely kind of like blue that's kind of darker than... You
0: know, you sky kind of thing. Awesome. I think. <laughs> that's amazing. I like it's so <laughs> funny. I I don't know why. I always imagined like because you're I guess because your typography is so like light and quirky, hearing you say like dark blue, it's like, yeah. ooh, so mysterious, Bianca. Like <laughs> I know so many people judge like I think they can, because I went through a phase and I still do pink quite a bit in my Instagram feed, but I went
1: through a phase where it was just really white and light baby pink and like I love baby pink like I think it's a great color but you I like my wardrobe has no pink in it like I would not wear pink I am not a pink girl as far as like you know how some people like not that there's anything wrong with this but you know they might have like pink pens and pink you know this yeah and I don't have like I don't have anything pink like I just even though I'm like using it like crazy on Instagram I just um yeah
0: it's different when it's, it's funny. when it's your own sort of, like, style than when you're, you know. I think, yeah, it's I totally yeah. get it. I'm not a pink girl either, but I definitely find myself, like, when I look at, like, web design, I'm like, oh, that's so pretty, it's so fresh, and it's always, like, white and a light pink and a light green. You know, it's so, like, girly, but I definitely yeah. don't dress girly. I'm not, like, a girly girl. But, yeah, I totally hear you. Yeah, no, neither.
1: I wouldn't call myself a girly girl either, but, yeah.
0: I'm definitely, like, I feel like girls are so hard to define, especially, like, our style. It's like, well, I'm not, like, boyish, but I'm not a girl who puts on dresses every day. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. Let's keep going. (laughs) Let's keep going. Okay. Um... Okay, my favorite question is, what do you really and truly love? And this could be, like, really deep and meaningful or something like, I really love pugs. Oh, <laughs> uh, I love dogs.
1: Like, I love dogs. Um, I mean, that's a
0: bit of a boring answer. It? <laughs> no, it's um, not. it be, be you. <laughs>
1: Oh, we have a dog, my family have a, a dog who's like 13, she'll be 14 this year, and she's a lab, labrador cross, uh, Ridge Ridgeback, and she's beautiful, but Wow, she's, she's getting old, but and then my, yeah, she's, and then my sister's just, uh, got a puppy, which is like a little whippet, and um, she's four months old now, and we're just all obsessed with her, so we kind of, she was over last night, they came over, and we're just. It's a bit crazy how much we love this dog. <laughs> like,
0: so would you would you say you're a uh, dog person or a cat person or both? Uh,
1: dog, definitely. I've never had a cat. My family have never been cat people, and I'm allergic to them as well, so I can't. Um, I can't live with a cat anyway, so they kind of make my allergies go nuts. But yeah, definitely dogs. <laughs> and I just think dogs are better anyway. Like even if I wasn't allergic, I'd be like. Snobby, I feel like maybe I'm just
0: saying <laughs> no, not at all. I'm sure
1: there's some lovely cats out there, but yeah, I just I just can't
0: seem to connect with any. So there definitely <laughs> are. Itself. I don't know. I think I mean, if you would have asked me in college, I would have said, "Oh, I love cats." Like I definitely went through a phase where I was obsessed with my my family got like a kitten while I was in college, and I was just obsessed with this kitten. But yeah. I'll be honest, yeah. sometimes cats can be really off-putting, and there's nothing quite like a dog greeting you at a door. Like, it's just like, they're so yeah. happy to see you, and they're so energetic. So I don't know what my answer would be. I'd probably say both, but um, I would yeah. I would have really shocked myself if you would have asked me or told me that I would have said that during college, because I was like, Miss Cat. Fair enough, that's okay. No
1: judgment.
0: Yeah, yeah. We can <sighs> all okay. get along. <laughs> There's like two things I always like to ask um, just to like wrap up interviews. So is there a project or are you working on anything you're excited about that we could keep an eye out for? At
1: um, the moment, so I've kind of been completely kind of um, drowning in editing. <laughs> but that's done now. So now I'm kind of focusing on uh, products. So at the moment, kind of like maybe a postcard pack of a few prints that, you know, are on Instagram, which I'm kind of excited about because I'm kind of wanting to just print each postcard quite differently, whether it be screen printing or foiling or white ink on craft or whatever. So it's kind of exciting coming up with those ideas. Um, and any... Yeah, it's mainly my own stuff. It's like, I've kind of been saying no to a lot of work that's been coming into my inbox just so I can focus on this. And because um, a lot of last year, I kind of took on a lot of projects that would just come my way. And I guess lately, I've just been kind of like, no, I, I need to focus on what I want to do at the moment.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm excited about these postcard yeah. packs. Sign me up. Those sound really cool.
1: <laughs> just like, oh, it's just- yeah, and other projects, you know, just maybe prints or homewares. I'd love to get more into it. You know, I did a tea towel late last year, before Christmas, and I think I'd love to do another one and maybe experiment more with colour because I love colour, even though people, um, you know, a lot of the stuff I produce on, especially on Instagram, is black and white. Um, I really do have a huge love for for colour and mixing, like, you know, colour palettes and that sort of
0: thing. Right. Well, I I yeah. think yeah. I would never say that your feed is like black and white. I think it's so fun no matter the color scheme. But yeah, I'm I think your designs would I mean, I think they translate for fashion and homeware and I mean, I know that I I love your your prints just for like putting on a wall. But yeah, that's fantastic. I'm excited uh, for you. Yeah,
1: it is exciting. It's a bit nerve-wracking cuz you're always taking a risk when you're producing, you know. That sort of thing. But, yeah, it is exciting. It does excite me. It, gets, it keeps me up really late <laughs> at night. I'm
0: sure. Okay, yeah. and where can we find you on the Internet?
1: Um, mainly, like, I think a lot of people find me, obviously, through Insta. Um, I have a website, but honestly, it needs updating. It doesn't really have a huge amount of content just because I'm kind of – Instagram kind of is my website at the moment, I guess you could say. where I put like all my a lot of my time and energy and focus into um like sharing work there yeah so but I'm on Facebook as well and um Twitter and I think I've probably been on all the social medias I've always been a massive fan of the internet in general so yeah
0: awesome Instagram first everything else second
1: yeah 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 (laughs) It sounds really kind of funny because I, I do have thoughts sometimes where I'm like, how long is this Instagram thing going to go for? Like, when is it going? What's the next thing? Like, how long, you know, you kind of have all those thoughts. Yeah. But, well,
0: yeah, I guess we'll see. I think Instagram's around to stay, especially for artists like yourself. Definitely the main outlet for you guys, for sure.
1: Yeah.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Well, thanks so much, yeah, Bianca. So. This has been really fun. Oh,
1: yeah, I was looking forward to it. And I'm sorry. Uh, but thank you so much for asking me and considering me and wanting to speak to me.
0: So. Are you kidding? Yeah. <laughs> this has been great. <laughs> Yahoo! Thanks, Bianca. You're a sweetheart and a gem. And I appreciate it so much for you being on the show today despite all the technical issues that we had <laughs> guys thank you so much for all your support for the podcast and the blog um bianca's show notes are available on the website www.romangolightly.com we're also on an instagram and snapchat i love doing snapchat it's sort of you know a behind the scenes looks at look at what i do for my local adventures in my local area but um yeah make sure that you follow us on all the social media accounts all on the website check it out um you guys are the absolute best, and I'm so thankful for you. So, next week, we're going to be having one of the most anticipated interviews uh, of the episode seasons. Our next guest is, drumroll, Amanda Marco of Truvay Magazine. If you haven't heard of Truvay Magazine, check it out before next week's episode on Monday. It is one of the most beautifully crafted magazines out there. It is so beautiful. I could go on and on just about how it looks, but I won't. Anyway, the episode is featuring Amanda Marco, who's the creator and publisher of, of Truve. Um, and Truve is all about celebrating the artistic lifestyle. And guess what? That is directly aligned with what we do here at Roman Golightly. So it was really great to have like a meeting of the minds on that one. So I'm really looking forward to hear your thoughts about next week's episode. So I will see you then. In the meantime, have a great week and I will see you on the other side. See you Monday.